1: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
2: Here we go, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to the inaugural episode. Of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix, I am your host, Jeremy Benton. and I am beyond excited to be bringing you this brand new podcast as a part of the family of podcasts from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. I gotta tell you guys, when Jeff Hartman tweeted out and mentioned in on the website that they were looking for contributors for new podcasts, that they were trying to find some new podcasters for the upcoming 2021 season, my brain immediately began tossing around ideas because I wanted to be a part of what is going on at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It's fantastic stuff, and I really wanted to be a part of that. This podcast is going to be different than anything else you're getting, and all these new podcasts are going to be that way as well, totally different from anything you're currently getting. We're not just going to sit down and talk Steelers. We're going to have... Focused shows for you that get you up out of bed in the morning, that give you something to think about during your lunch break at work, that give you entertainment in the evening. There is everything you want at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and the family of podcasts from that website. So this is this is where you need to come. The Fantasy Football Fix is going to air every Wednesday uh, starting Today, starting today and going through the season, then we'll see what happens after that, but for this season especially, we're going to talk fantasy football, we're going to talk Pittsburgh Steelers, and we're just going to have a good time together. I I said my name is Jeremy Betts, I'm a a 27-year-old living in Asheville, North Carolina. The Steelers have been my passion since, oh man, I can't even remember when it started specifically, but since I was a kid... My dad is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, grew up in the city, and he taught me everything I know about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he is the one that brought that fandom into my life. My mom, really though, is the sports fan of the family, and uh, she adopted my dad's Pittsburgh Steelers, and I just will never forget watching football with my family and going through all of the ups and downs, the... The Super Bowl victories, the playoff misses, oh man, the heartaches and painful moments that come with being a Steelers fan—you guys know what I'm talking about. Being a Steelers fan can be so stressful sometimes, and uh, I don't know. I just—I th- it is part of who I am, and I want to share that with you guys on this podcast. We're going to talk fantasy football, though, as our main focus and bringing the Steelers into that, how they fit. Because what you're looking for when you go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and look at podcasts, you're looking for Steelers content. We're going to have that here for you. But fantasy managers, this is a good place for you to hear a Steelers fan's perspective on the draft, on uh, making trades throughout the season, where to value your Steelers players, where to value other players. And uh, let's, let's discuss this together. Let's be a team. Let's be a group. I want you guys to hit me up on Twitter with questions. I want you to talk to me. I'll give you my email address at the end of the show. You can email me too if you want. But uh, really the best place to find me is on Twitter. At TheBets93. That's thebetz 93 3 At TheBets93. Find me on Twitter. And let's discuss fantasy football. We'll have different things that you guys can contact me about throughout the season. Whether that be... Uh, trades that you've made or the great draft that you had i want to see that i want to talk with you guys about that and we're going to have a lot of fun together all that being said let me sum up what i want this podcast to to be which really is just to talk fantasy football and Steelers in fantasy so the players that are involved in that to communicate with you like we talked about I want to break down all types of fantasy formats. I don't want to just talk about Redraft League, which is the most popular. DFS is coming up a little bit uh, more so these days. And it's a great way to have new lineups every week and keep it fresh and maybe even have something to play for. A lot of people play DFS for prizes, so that can be something that really intrigues you. I want to talk about all those different types of formats I want to help you win your league. Whatever league that is, I want to try to help you do that. I'm in a in a league right now with Behind the Steel Curtain, and that is run by a, a great uh, contributor there, Andrew Wilbar. It's going to be a fantastic season. I'm trying to win that one. I know some of the guys are going to listen to this podcast too probably, so uh, just know that the best advice I keep for myself – no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to share everything I have – to, to offer with you, whether it be end up being good or whether it end up being bad. I'm gonna just I just want to talk Steelers and fantasy football with you. And hopefully help you win your league. But let's just have fun. Let's just have fun here on the fantasy football fix. Alright, let's uh before we go on our break, let's get into some news that really affects what our topic for today is gonna be. Um, We're going to go, later on in the show after the break, we're going to go into a fantasy quarterback deep dive. We're going to talk quarterbacks this show, get you prepared for your fantasy league's draft if it hasn't happened already. uh, Prepare you a little bit for waiver wire ads and down the road uh, potential that could be found in maybe some rookies or guys that aren't ranked as high right now, but... You know, maybe their situations improve a little bit and they become better fantasy assets than is being predicted at the current moment. So we're going to dive into all that after the halfway point break. But before that, let's get into a little bit of news that really is is affecting the quarterback situation for fantasy. Uh, first off, is Aaron Rodgers going to come back to the Green Bay Packers? And it sounds like that could potentially be the the way it's going to go, and this is this is being recorded early, uh, not on Wednesday live. So uh, maybe things might change a little bit. But as of right now, it looks like Aaron Rodgers might be coming back. There's huge implications with that. Uh, I know for my own personal rankings, that changes a lot. Uh, he would be a top five quarterback to me if he's if he's back in Green Bay. That offense is built with him and Matt Lafleur to to be a passing offense that really rises to, to Rodgers' strengths with Devontae Adams, and he he knows how to play that position well in Green Bay in that offense, and he becomes a top-five quarterback to me uh, if, he, if he plays for the Packers this year. So if that happens, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, that is a huge change that you're going to want to mark down, you're going to want to keep an eye on for your drafts coming up Maybe that raises his stock a little bit right now, too. If your draft is like today or tomorrow, uh, you know, or this weekend maybe, and we don't know for sure yet because the, you know, training camp's just getting started, this this could still maybe be a reason why you take a flyer on him early, earlier than you would uh, have maybe last week, uh, and give, give Rodgers a chance to maybe come back and be that player that he was last year, which was a fantasy-dominant quarterback as well as a Dominant quarterback in the league uh, as well, so don't sleep on Rogers. Keep him in your mind as you go into uh, your fantasy drafts coming up. And then the other news is uh, Deshaun Watson reported to training camp on Monday. That is huge. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play, but it or play this year because all the legal stuff has to get figured out. But he's there. He. Has shown up. Uh, we're we're seeing him at camp for. or uh, We're seeing him around the team for the first time since the trade re- uh, trade request and allegations came out in the first place. There's still the possibility he could get moved, but even if he gets moved, you got to like his chances to help a place like uh, Philadelphia um, to improve at the quarterback position. The guy had a bunch of middling starters last year for the Texans at wide receiver, and he still was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So the weapons down there in Philadelphia are a little bit better. Uh, Any of the other places that might think about courting him, like Miami maybe, they've got some weapons too. So you've got to think that Deshaun Watson will be a productive fantasy player wherever he goes. He's a top-10 quarterback for me if he ends up playing – in 2021, keep an eye on Deshaun Watson and his story throughout training camp. It's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to it's going to come down a lot to what the NFL decides uh, for his future and his uh, based on his conduct, uh, whether they want to pass any discipline or whether the the legal system does find him at fault for the allegations that are against him. Uh, for his sake and, you know, for for myself, I hope they're not true. I've always thought of Deshaun Watson in high regard. Uh, my granddad is a big Clemson football fan, so uh, we always enjoyed watching Deshaun Watson play, and uh, he's took the league by storm. He was undervalued in, in his draft, I believe, and he's shown those people up. So uh, Deshaun Watson, I hope the stories aren't true about him, but uh, in any case... If he does come back this year in any capacity, he will be a top-flight quarterback when he does play. At least that would be the consensus there and what I would think as well. We're going to go to a short break uh, and we're going to come back and we're going to really deep dive into the rankings, uh, where to draft your quarterbacks. We're going to get into all that after this short break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. When my phone Steelers fantasy football fix We're going to jump right in To the quarterback deep dive We're going to look at some rankings We're going to discuss those rankings Talk about who's being overvalued Who's being undervalued And uh, I'll give you a sneak peek At my rankings which I will be posting on Twitter uh, Later on today So let's Let's take a look at it For our purposes I am going to use Kind of a composite look at ESPN rankings, as well as Fantasy Pros rankings, which is who uh, Yahoo Fantasy uses for their rankings. So, just uh, for today, we're going to kind of look into both of those to give us an idea of what the QB Fantasy Football pecking order is, according to those sources. So, to start out with, I'm going to just jump into the ESPN rankings that I was looking at, uh, some highlights, in that, obviously, Patrick Mahomes comes in as the number one ranked quarterback in fantasy football. That's exactly where I'd place him. He is the most dynamic quarterback in the league. He has the, some of the most dynamic weaponry. Excuse me there, just a little drink of water. Um, he is. He, he's the gold standard for both... Standard football and fantasy football quarterbacks, dynamic, great weapons, an offense built exactly to his strengths. Patrick Mahomes is the top player in almost every ranking system that you'll see, and he is exactly that is exactly where I would put him as well. Uh, ESPN ranks Josh Allen at number two, followed by Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, and Lamar Jackson to round out their top five. Um. Fantasy Pros has it a little bit different. They flip Jackson and Prescott, which personally I would not do. I would put Prescott above Lamar Jackson for this season. Uh, I think Prescott's weapons are above league average. They are incredible. They're going to put up some serious points fantasy-wise, and they're going to provide him an outlet for which to to produce huge numbers this year again, like he was on pace to last year before his injury. Lamar Jackson's weapon, or the weapons around him are uh, either less proven, uh, the rookie Rashad Bateman's there this year, or uh, in the case of Marquise Brown, just uh, not necessarily that dynamic all the time. Uh, So, Lamar Jackson, you're drafting him for his legs. That's what you're doing. You're not drafting him for his arm. You're drafting him to be a running back in the quarterback position that uh, can put you some points up as a thrower as well on rare occasions. (laughs) Uh, No, Jackson can be a solid thrower of the football, but they're going to run the ball a lot. And Lamar Jackson's a big part of that. So maybe I would drop him down my rankings a little bit, and that's what I've done. I, uh, I do not rank him in my top five. I have him right behind Dak Prescott at number four and Justin Herbert at number five. We're going to talk about Herbert here in a little bit. I love this kid for fantasy football this year, but uh, Lamar Jackson falls out of the top five for me this year just because I, I don't know if he can progress anymore than what he has. There's some uncertainty there. He's been a great fantasy quarterback, but the legs carry the load. And if teams can continue on defense to eliminate some of that and eliminate his arm like they have, were able to do a little more successfully last year, he could drop down the rankings, and that's why I have him a little bit lower. Not just because he's a Raven, and I'm a Steelers fan, but because I do see some issues coming up with Jackson potentially this year, maybe not being the superstar that we expect out of him for fantasy football. In my top 10, uh, or excuse me let's go back to ESPN because uh, usually their rankings are, are almost spot on. They have uh, Russell Wilson just outside the top 5. Russell Wilson's going to be a, a solid a fantasy asset this year as well. I hope they use his legs a little bit more, but a consistent thrower, A consistent scorer, uh, Russell Wilson, is a solid option. Let's jump down to somebody I really want to talk about that we just mentioned his name, Justin Herbert. He tore up the NFL in the second part of the year when he was given his shot after uh, Tyrod Taylor's unfortunate injury situation there. But Justin Herbert, to me, is the breakout candidate for fantasy quarterbacks this year. His weapons are, are really good with Eckler being a huge part of the passing game uh, out of the backfield, Austin Eckler, the running back there, Uh, along with Keenan Allen, who takes a jump up for me this year as well, just his skill set and how uh, Justin Herbert will grow this year. Uh, Justin Herbert's a a top ten easily. For me, he's a top five quarterback in fantasy football. I just think that's where he's going to finish. Get this guy, when you're getting – Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. If Patrick Mahomes is off the board, you could do worse than go with Justin Herbert as your quarterback for 2021. So get Justin Herbert early. He's a he's a great value. Uh, I think he's uh, in most ranking. He's he's a little bit lower than like Russell Wilson. I'm taking him over Russell Wilson. Uh, he's a little bit lower than. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm taking him over Lamar Jackson this year as well. Uh, Excuse me, guys, if my voice is uh, starting to sound a little strange. I am getting over a little bit of a sickness here, and uh, so my voice is not quite back to normal, but we're pressing on. We're going to get through this together. Um, Let's talk. uh, We've gone through some top 10 uh, players here, but I know the question you're all asking, and that is Where does Ben Roethlisberger fall in these rankings? Where does he stack up against the other quarterbacks that are available for fantasy football? Well, I'll tell you right off the bat, ESPN has him ranked as the 16th best quarterback for fantasy football for the upcoming season. That's their composite rankings right behind Matt Ryan at 15, Trevor Lawrence at 14, and Matthew Stafford at 13. So just outside the top 15, I feel that that's pretty close. I would probably rank him more in that uh, top 15 range. I would rank him above Trevor Lawrence just because we know a little bit more of what we're getting with a Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I I would rank him probably uh, behind Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, put Ben Roethlisberger there. Uh, in fact, let me let me tell you what I did with my rankings so you can see the difference uh, based on what I'm seeing, where I would stack these guys up. It's a little different. Um, outside my top 10, I've, uh, I've got Joe Burrow at 11, Matt Ryan at 12, and uh, Ben Roethlisberger at 13. I've got Roethlisberger ahead of Trevor Lawrence and uh, a guy that... I think is too too high in most rankings is Jalen Hurts. I I see some of the upside potential there, but I I wouldn't rank him above some of these guys like Matt Ryan, like Ben Roethlisberger. I'd rank him below them. ESPN has Jalen Hurts ranked at number ten, and uh, that's just too too rich for me. I like him well below Matt Stafford, well below Joe Burrow, uh, or I'm sorry, well well below. Matt Ryan and below Ben Roethlisberger as well. Uh, So for me, Ben Roethlisberger is the 13th ranked quarterback. I have him just ahead of Hurts, Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, uh, and Justin Fields. So you know he he's he's right in that borderline borderline QB one for fantasy. To me, I think he's going to be a QB2 most weeks, but uh, he's going to put together some QB1 weeks. You know he's going to do that. So he is definitely a target in the latter rounds of the draft. Maybe you've got a, a solid starter. Maybe you pushed a little early, and you got a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen, and uh, you, you would like to have some insurance. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is a fantastic insurance option and a great second Quarterback to have on your roster if you like to draft multiple, uh, he's going to be a great fill-in starter if you uh, have an injury or if you have somebody uh, or if you if your quarterback is on their bye week and you need to plug in somebody. Ben Roethlisberger is also going to be a fantastic DFS ad, especially early in the season when people don't really know what's going to happen there. So I would I would keep an eye on Ben Roethlisberger for DFS for sure, and in the latter rounds of your redraft leagues. He is going to be somebody that I think is going to provide uh, good fantasy numbers this year. They're not going to be Patrick Mahomes, uh, Kyler Murray level. They're not uh, most weeks, but he's got a ton of weapons. He's been in the league for 18 years. He knows defenses. This guy's going to score fantasy points, so get him on your team, Steelers fans. Do it. Uh, Don't draft him as your QB1 unless you're in a very large league or all, you know, you waited until round 13 or 14 to pick up your quarterback, which you can do, and get a guy like Ben Roethlisberger or Baker Mayfield, uh, guys that can put together some solid weeks for you. Don't at me on the Baker Mayfield thing, guys. He's a fantasy player just like everybody else. He's probably my least favorite player. In uh, No, that would be Lamar Jackson. It's got to be. Just talking Steeler fan to Steeler fan right here, Lamar Jackson's my least favorite player. Oh, man. But... And if, as a fantasy, uh, as a fantasy manager as well, sometimes you gotta you gotta apply the enemy to your team to make it better. So uh, take a look at Lamar Jackson early. Sometimes take a look at Baker Mayfield late, much later than Ben Roethlisberger though. Okay, all right. So let's talk a little strategy here. Where do I draft a quarterback? Well, it it does depend on the size of your league or whether you have a two-quarterback league. Like if you're starting two quarterbacks on a weekly basis, that ups the value of quarterback a little bit. Uh, But for me, I'm not taking quarterbacks until uh, round seven, eight, or nine, usually unless a huge run is happening. And, uh, you know, I I feel like I'm going to get stuck with a Tua Tagovailoa or a Jameis Winston as my starter. I don't want that necessarily – but uh, also something to consider with that is while all these people are taking quarterbacks, they're leaving fantastic running backs and wide receivers on the board, okay? Do not be the guy that takes a quarterback with his second or third round pick. That There's just not enough value in that. Whoever does that is missing out on top-level talent that has way more positional value to it. Go after the guys that... Have better value, like uh, running backs and wide receivers, even a top-tier tight end. I would place above quarterback because the the difference between a weekly score of Patrick Mahomes, the number one quarterback, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, the number nineteen ranked quarterback on ESPN uh, rankings, uh, you know, it, can, it won't be that different every week. Uh, some weeks it's going to be very similar, but the difference between a Christian McCaffrey. And even a second tier guy like uh, Miles Sanders, you're going to see that almost weekly just in in their abilities uh, to score huge points. Quarterback, it's a little more even. You can get top level quarterback play further down the rankings list. So, you know, don't be the guy like I said to draft a quarterback in the in the first three rounds. Don't do that. Settle in. Wait. Uh, if you feel the value is there in rounds maybe five and on, take your take your guy. Okay, not saying don't take your guy, but make sure it's the right time. All right, we're gonna we're gonna look into uh, a segment I like to call good bets and bad bets. For the good bets, I'm gonna give you three players that you need to take earlier than their rankings might say. Number one for good bets is Matthew Stafford. He's being uh, ranked uh, 13 to 15 in most places. I'm taking him in my top 10, all right? Take Matthew Stafford early. He's got a lot of weapons. He is a talented quarterback. Sean McVay is going to – his offense is very QB friendly. It's It sets up o- a lot of open receivers. Matthew Stafford is going to have a huge year. And with the injury to Cam Akers, this offense might switch to a little more pass-heavy offense. Don't sleep on Matt Stafford in 2021 another guy that you're you're wanting to take a little earlier than uh, some people might be saying to me is Justin Fields in Chicago the rookie quarterback Uh, this guy, uh, don't sleep on him because to me he is the exact same type of player that Deshaun Watson was coming out of college and people slept on him a little bit too much I think coming out of college I, I mentioned that a little bit earlier Justin Fields is a special talent. He's a proven winner. He can throw a mile. He's accurate. He can run uh, with the best of them. He, to me, when, when he's given his opportunity, which I believe will be sooner than later, is going to be a quarterback that you don't want to have missed out on. Uh, his breakout could be much faster. I would definitely have a, an insurance policy uh, with Justin Fields, somebody that can fill in, at, uh, especially at first, but Justin Fields is going to be a stud before the year's out. Take him higher than the rankings might consider him. And my last good bets for the day is Sam Darnold. Jeremy, you're crazy. I know that's what you're telling me. Bets you are out of your mind. Let me let me explain here. Sam Darnold always had flashes in uh, in New York, but he never put it together. I think that was mostly because of the coaching uh, he had such a struggle there with coaching and the turnover and the Adam Gases of the world that really brought him down. This guy's going to a really creative offensive system that uh, Joe Brady uh, runs over there in Carolina. He's getting immediate starter reps. There's great weapons there. McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson followed him over there. This guy's loaded over there, and that, that offense is built for quarterbacks to succeed. I would take Darnold in DFS every week for probably the first three or four weeks of the season because he's going to be that good and he's going to be such a great value. Don't sleep on him. He is a fantastic add for the 2021 season. And now for the bad bets segment, guys. I would draft way after they're typically ranked. These guys, I don't know if they're going to be as special as the the numbers might indicate or uh, what they're looking at specifically uh, in most standard rankings. Uh, the first one for me is Lamar Jackson. Uh, yes, he's going to. You still want to pick him close to the top five, but don't pick him above a Josh Allen, a Kyler Murray, a Dak Prescott, a Russell Wilson, or a Justin Herbert. Don't don't do that. I I see this as being a little bit of a down year by his standards, and by fantasy top five quarterback standards. So steer clear of him with your with your top one, two, or three quarterback picks. Don't do it where he's being projected. I don't like it. The next guy for me is none other than Jalen Hurts. We talked about him a little bit too. Man, he's being drafted top ten most, most leagues. I don't like that at all. I think he's uh, well past – uh, 10 uh, uh, maybe a top 15 to 18 quarterback but you, you don't want to take him as early as the 10th quarterback on the board don't do that he could still be a good a good player but I, I'm just not taking him that early and then last but not least my third bad bets of the day I am steering clear of Tua Tagovailoa for me I'm steering clear of him completely I don't I don't like what I saw last year until he proves me different. I will take Baker Mayfield's, Ryan Fitzpatrick's, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz's. I'll take all those guys above Tua Tagovailoa. All right. That's all the time we have for today. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this first episode. I wanted to get into a couple more things uh, like DFS values early on. We hinted at it a little bit. And kind of a rookie roundup, but uh, we're out of time. Uh, follow me on Twitter. We'll talk about some of those things on Twitter. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, seriously, reach out to me anytime. I'm available to answer questions, to just chat with you about fantasy football and the Pittsburgh Steelers at the bets 93 That's at T H E B E T Z 93. Reach out to me on Twitter. I said I'd give you my email address. It's my initials, J E B Steelers 6 for the number of Super Bowls that we got, at gmail.com. Jeb Steelers 6 at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to me anytime. Till next week, God bless and have a fantastic day.